welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of spice traders or golem merchants with way too many board games. I'm Tom, and I'm joined by Justin and Adam, and uh, Debbie's still on sabbatical. This is a board game podcast where we play games in our collections, and then talk about them. And today we were talking about Century Colon Golem Edition or Century Colon Spice Road, depending on which one you're, which one you've got. If you're, uh, if you're looking to play this game on Board Game Arena, they have Century Spice Road. I have Century Golem Edition, and they are literally the same thing. One just has like fancy gems, and the other one has you trading cubes representing spices. Uh, but they're 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 the same thing. So I'm gonna go ahead and read the back of the box that I. I have here. Listen to this. Oh, you like that? Oh, oh. that was nice. ASMR. Yeah. It's is it is that still all the rage? I was gonna say it's all the rage, but I'm not quite sure it is. Oh, it totally is, man. Oh, okay, good. It's it's all the rage. All the rage. ASMR. Get those tinglies. <laughs> I'm gonna rub these pieces together. Oh my oh. God. yeah. Ah. God. Okay. For for the record, it does absolutely nothing for me, but uh, good effort. <laughs> I don't like it. I'll do some later as a bonus for you guys. Oh, perfect. Century Golem Edition. Discover the enchanting beauty of the Crystal Trade Road and its magnificent golems. Wrap your mind around simple and pure game mechanics combined with a touch of hand-building system that leads... Combined with a touch of... Jesus Christ. Wrap your mind around simple and pure game mechanics combined with a touch of a hand-building system that lead... That lead to endless... A system that lead to end... Oh, no. Okay. It's got it's got some of that terrible English in there. It's not it's not too bad, but I think that should be that leads to endless strategies. Yeah, there should absolutely be an S. All Just right, we're gonna try this in. one more time. Wrap your mind around simple and pure game mechanics combined with a touch of a hand building system that leads to endless strategies and decisions. Century Golem Edition is truly a magical experience and an outstanding game, one you will play over and over and over and over again. Explore markets, trade and improve your offerings, sell and score. And that's that's that. Note to self, don't keep the part where you <laughs> fucked it up. Edit this. Uh, yeah, and for the overview, I'm probably just going to steal this straight from Board Game Geek. Uh, the description for Century Spice Road, uh, which is the the original version of the game, it says, uh, Century Spice Road is the first in a series of games that explores the history of each century with spice trading as the theme for the first installment. In Century Spice Road, players are caravan leaders who travel the famed Silk Road to deliver spices to the far reaches of the continent for fame and glory. Each turn, players perform one of four actions. Establish a trade route by taking a market card, make a trade or harvest spices by playing a card from hand, fulfill a demand by meeting a victory point card's requirements and claiming it, or rest by taking back into your hand all of the cards you've played. The last round is triggered once a player has claimed their fifth victory point card, then whoever has the most victory points wins. That pretty much sums it up. To give a little bit of extra context on what this actually looks like, when you start the game, you're going to be laying out um, a few of the uh, uh, cards that you're trying to, uh, to gather for victory points they're going to be in like a little row the leftmost two are going to have a pile of coins on them the very leftmost one is going to have a bunch of three point coins and the one that is uh next to that will be uh housing a pile of one point coins and that means that if you get either of those two cards then you get to take 
one of the coins from the pile. And anytime you buy one of those cards, you shuffle all of the cards to the left as far as you can go and then add a new card to the pile so that there's an ever-refreshing number of these victory point cards. And these victory point cards will vary in number of how many victory points they give you as well as what the uh, what the cost is. So the cost is going to always be in terms of uh, various number and multipliers of spices. So you might have a card that gives you 20 points, but it requires two of every one of the spices. The spices are uh, the, the, the yellow, the red, the green, and the brown, which are corresponding to turmeric, saffron, cardamom, and cinnamon, if you're the person that cares about that sort of thing. Um, these are generally traded up in value. So, uh, like turmeric are the most, uh, most widely available ones in all of the cards going up and up in a rarity, right? So red is more rare than yellow. Green is more rare than red. And, uh, the brown ones are the most rare. Below all of the victory point cards is going to be a bunch of cards for the market. Um, and these will be in one of, uh, three flavors. There's going to be ones that just get you cubes. So you just get some cubes. Like there's one that gives you two yellow cubes and a green cube. Uh, there's one that gives you like one brown cube. Everybody starts with one that gives you two yellow cubes, that sort of thing. So these are going to be available to you as you go along. Uh, the next kind is the upgrades. So those are ones that have like little, uh, they sort of look gray and they have like an up arrow on them. Uh, these cards can be used to upgrade in the way that I mentioned before. So you can upgrade like a yellow into a, a red. Great. The next kind is the trade. And those are the ones that are you're going to be using the most because they are uh, the most useful and also the most plentiful. They are basically ones where you can take uh, one or more types of cubes as listed on the card. So maybe it says like you can take two yellows and it will transform them into something else. So there might be one card that is take two yellows and you get two reds. The interesting part about these cards is that you can use them in as many sets as you have cubes. So if you happen to have six yellow cubes hanging around and you have this card in your hand, you can play that card from your hand and you can get those six cubes and turn them into six red cubes. So it's not like a one for one thing. Whereas the other ones, the upgrade and the one where you just get cubes are a a one and done. So you don't get to sort of stack those. So um, yeah, that that's how those work. So um, the flow of the game is that in the first, I don't know how many rounds, you're just going to be grabbing cards from this market. Uh, The way the market works is that you have to pay from the leftmost card over. It's hard to explain, but basically like if you get the leftmost card, you don't have to pay anything. If you want the card that's to the right of the leftmost card, you have to put down one cube and you have to do that for as many spaces as there are like going up. So if you want the very last card that's in that row, you're going to have to spend like five or six cubes out of your stockpile to be able to get that. So it's sometimes just best to wait until things come around to you getting it for a little bit cheaper. Um, And then of course, whoever decides to pick up that card later gets still has to pay for it potentially but they also get to take all the cubes that are hanging around on that card. So if there's just like this really shitty card that's sitting off on the left-hand side, it might still be worth picking up because it just has a bunch of free stuff on it. As a player, you get to choose which cubes you put on there. So if you have a whole bunch of yellow cubes, you can use those to pay for the market cards. But if you do start to run out, then you don't have a choice. Uh, you have to start using your your like good cubes to get these cards. But in general, it doesn't happen because you're trying to conserve your actions as best you can. Um, so again, the first few rounds of the game, I'm going to say like five or six 
rounds that you take are going to be just like gathering up cards from this market uh, from the marketplace, trying to uh, correlate them into some sort of like engine that you can use later. So like, oh, I want these ones that turn yellow into reds and then turn reds into browns and then turn browns into other stuff so that you can sort of play as many cards as you can before having to rest and you get just like a bunch of cubes that you can use to buy your victory points. Um, But yeah, you're going to be buying a bunch of cards and then later on in the game, you're just going to be like playing them. Um, You you play cards out uh, to do your actions and then once you run out of stuff to do, you have to rest and pick all your cards back up and that basically takes a turn and that's all good. You do that until someone has gotten their last victory point card. So if you're playing with fewer than four people, that's actually six cards. Um, And if you're playing with uh, four or more, I can't remember if it plays more than four people, but uh, if you're playing with four or more, uh, you you go to five cards. Whoever does that, you trigger the last round and then you count up your points, uh, which are points on your victory point cards, as well as um, non-yellow cubes in your stockpile, add one, as well as the coins that you've gathered throughout the game. And that's it. You're just getting cards, trying to get those cards to build into some sort of engine that you can use to trade your spices up and down this track of you know yellow red green and brown stuff to be able to get you the cards that you need and that's basically it did i miss anything important no not that i can think of no it's i mean like i I think that part of the elegance in this game is it's simplicity like it's pretty easy to it's pretty easy to teach it's pretty easy like i mean some of the rules like kind of the like when you're when you're trying to buy something that's further up the market than the furthest left hand side like it it makes it a little bit easier to have a visual implement to it like i can understand why it's you know slightly tricky to to explain it with just only an audio quotient um but but like this game is is not difficult and that's part of the the fun of it and it's really it's really quite good like it's it's again i like personally i i think i prefer the the golem edition to the to the spice edition only because it adds like it's a little more colorful um i you know again i'm not i'm not super like ooh i'm i'm so invested in this theme of being a spice merchant like trying to bring cinnamon to marrakesh or wherever the fuck i'm trying to get to <laughs> like, like you know what i mean like, like that's pull, just not me i didn't know if you were gonna come out with like <laughs> you know just one of the uh one of the top two cities or something like yeah you, marrakesh ah, I, I gotta go to morocco man like there you go yeah Casablanca. um <laughs> like, yeah so so i mean like there, there's a piece of it there that i mean maybe like that section of it kind of falls on deaf ears for me um, but, but I, I really, I, I really like how, um, in Golem edition, like, like I said, it's bright colors. It's not just cubes. They kind of have these like funky gem things going on, which are, which are really nice and fun to, fun to like play around with and, and stuff like that. And, um, again, even the cards, right? Like, like, I'm, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the spice market, but you know, you have <laughs> these like weird semi cartoony golems that are, that are like, I don't, they're just fun to look at, and and I and I think that 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 really kind of adds some appeal um, for me, anyways. 
in this game. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's a very kind of simple formula with a very kind of generic theme that you could pretty much slap anything on. I think we were joking about why don't they come out with the uh, Star Trek version where you're upgrading, I don't know, dilithium to gold pressed latinum. Like it's just something that they, uh, it's very light on theme, which I guess makes it a very, you know, kind of boilerplate Euro um, that has just a, a nice, simple, repeatable mechanics that are pretty solid. Yeah. Agreed. I don't know. It's, I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but um, I didn't like you know love it or, or anything. I thought it was it was it was all right. Uh, looks nice. Um, plays all right. It, you know, it's it's one of those nice kind of light games that uh, you can have a conversation or negotiate with a small child uh, at the same time as <laughs> playing the game. What? And it what? doesn't what is, really where did that come from? Your strategy. <laughs> You just got to stop being so fun, Uncle Justin. Maybe he'll leave you alone. Hey, that's, that's just my curse. This, this, this like, honestly feels to me like a, like, like just a, a more streamlined Splendor. Yeah. That, that was kind of my takeaway. It, yeah, it is. I kind of prefer Splendor to this one. Um, sure. But, it, yeah, it is. It is a definitely a more distilled, simplified version of the, that sort of mechanic of use cards to get cubes use cards to trade cubes for more cards like, like it's definitely engine building yeah and and i and um I, th- I think like for and again this is just me but like i uh, for whatever reason i feel like when i play splendor like your 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 abilities of like advancing your engine so to speak feel kind of clunky like it like it feels like i'm not saying you don't advance you absolutely do but it just feels like you you advance in in this really awkward kind of jerky manner um whereas in this one i mean it's like to advance your engine it's just as easy as pick up a card and play it i, I don't know i like maybe maybe I'm, I'm like crazy way off here but that's that's just i don't know that's that's what definitely is stuck with me after the playthrough it's, it's what's well, definitely more of a um tactile uh in how you build your engine over splendor whereas splendor has like a lot of cards that kind of provide like passive bonuses um, Mm -hmm. and a lot more of it is whether or not you just randomly draw things or go for the wilds um whereas this is more you know just tactile colors i'm trading this for this and then this for this and it feels good when you you know you trade one piece of cinnamon for you know six other cubes and then you know you use the other card that you got to trade them back into other things and it it's it definitely feels more tactile than something like splendor yeah no that's fair yeah and i mean when you get that going in this game where you have like your your thing where you know that you can trade from two yellow cubes all the way up to one like brown cube and then trade that back to you know everything that you need kind of in in a couple cards it can be very satisfying like getting that going and like i think i think that's where a lot of the enjoyment is is just like trying to build up this thing which is nice and uh, this this engine that flows really well and sort of just like you know when you get when you get a really purring and sometimes you can get kind of lost in just like trading up uh stuff <laughs> back and forth and then like Suddenly you're sitting there with a whole shitload of cubes and you only have a, one thing I forgot to mention, you only have space for 10. So if you end up with more, more crystals or spice than, than 10, you have to start throwing them away. And so you can sometimes get a little caught up in like your own cleverness and how you're trading things up and down. And then you're realize like you're just wasting stuff and not actually getting any points. 
but that could be that could be fun too. Just yeah. trying to make a nice, nice, uh, flowing group of cards can be can be really satisfying. Um, I yeah, I I think it's a good game. I just don't think it's like my kind of good game. You know, it is it is one that can fill in. Uh, uh it does have its like space, so it's fast. It has no text and it's easy to teach, right? So you can take this with you to a convention in a foreign country or whatever you want to do. Sorry, I don't know why those are connected. You could take this to a convention (laughs) or a foreign country or like play it with somebody that maybe doesn't know English or whatever, right? Like you can do that sort of thing um, and, you know, probably probably make a go of it, right? Um, You know, there's, it's probably good for families, um, but it's just, it's not terribly exciting for me. Uh, It is a satisfying game and I don't mind playing it. I played it a few times or more than a few times with some coworkers and I'm not, I'm not going to like turn it down uh, because it is good. Um, It's just, you know, it's one of those ones where like if I play it twice, I think I'm good for the day and kind of want to move on to something else. Um, But it is, it is quite good and it is like that distilled experience of just building up an engine and kind of nothing really getting in your way, right? You're never really going to be hampered by your economic situation or anything like that. You can always just like sit there and pick up cards and then eventually you're going to have enough stuff to sort of make a go of it. Um, And because everybody starts with the two get two yellows as well as a two upgrade card, like you can pretty much build off of anything you have hanging around in your hand into something else. So it's really nice in that respect. So I think it does have its like niche of being a very light, very easy uh, family style game. Um, it's just, you know, you know, I, I, some, I, I want to kill stuff sometimes. I want to be, I want to be a Sith Lord sometimes, you know? I hear you. That's what excites me. Not trading spices. I do agree with, <laughs> I do agree with Adam that like, I'm, I'm sort of on the fence as to which one I like better. Cause like, I don't know, like the golem thing, you're just trading these crystals up and it doesn't make a lot of sense why any of this is happening. But on the other hand, the golem one is way more colorful and it's nice and bright and it doesn't have any of the, I guess, potential baggage of like, you know, looking at the cards and explaining why everyone's dressed like they are or, you know, that sort of thing, which I don't know. I'm, I don't know if it's problematic or not, but like if you go the route where you're just drawing a bunch of people auctioning off magical crystals, you don't even have to deal with that. Right. So it's like it's probably a good choice at the end of the day. Plus, it's really hard to get excited about turmeric. Right. All right, guys, get right? get it off your chest. What's... <laughs> no, no, there's nothing wrong with no, it. It's just, it's like, it's it's turmeric and cinnamon and cardamom. And you're like, okay. Yeah, and I don't, I don't. Why? I don't really, <laughs> I don't really get why, like, you have, you have two of every spice and all of a sudden you get like a palace somewhere. Yeah. Like, how does that, like, I guess you're trading these spices for, because I guess spices are pretty, pretty, like, important back in the day. Quite this valuable. Is set. Yeah, pretty valuable, but I, I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, palace worthy. Hey, you trade enough spice. That's how the free market works. Just enough of it. <laughs> yeah, I went, I went over there and I buried this man in turmeric <laughs> and he gave me a castle. Yeah, hey, that's, uh, war, wars were fought over spices and tea. Yeah, and I guess that's probably where it's coming from because it's trying to be a little bit educational in that respect. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know where that comes from, right? Like, there's nothing on the cards that's teaching <laughs> yeah, you no. jack shit, so. No flavor text. Right? Big negative. Have Justin come in and write your flavor text, and he'll just be sitting there shitting on <laughs> turmeric the entire time. Truly is the worst. Makes, it makes things wicked yellow. 
Yellow is the worst. To me, that's the weirdest part is that out of out of every spice I can think of, it's like turmeric and saffron, I think are the two most useless spices in my opinion. Like, I don't know that they do anything other than make things crazy yellow. And these days, saffron is just also crazy expensive. So it's like, why even bother? Because you want to build a palace with that saffron. That's right. Because if you trade enough of it, you too can have your very own palace. No, yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's true. <laughs> that's that's oh, the big takeaway. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I think that like one of the, takeaway. <laughs> one of the other perks of, of the century games is that you can um there's three of them in a trilogy so uh, depending on which flavor you like i mean they come with different different names right obviously spice road or golem edition and with those to my understanding now i've never done it um you can combine the games in different ways so you can combine you can play you can play any of the three games by itself or pair any two games together or put all three games together. And somehow it makes like different games, which which I think is interesting. I don't I don't know if it works because I haven't tried it, but I, I think it it definitely has potential to be something neat. Sounds neat. It, yeah. it does make me wonder what century golems were in, though. Uh. Oh, the the. <laughs> Mm. Negative mm. six hundred thousand BC. That's right. right. That makes sense to me. Just keep, just go back. Actually, it's in the future. That's what it is. Oh, okay. That's right. Okay. Yeah. 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 That makes more sense. I'm looking forward to hopefully trying out some of these combinations because I think that'd be interesting to do. But, but yeah, because you got, because you got which the uh, the golem ones. I have, I have all three of the golem ones now. What are well, they there's, called? There's three of them. Th- well, there's golem edition, which is one, and then eastern mountains is the second one, and. Oh man, new salting the Google century golem, uh, Eastern Mountains and endless and an endless world. Sure, oh, okay, that makes more sense. I thought you could combine Spice Road and Golem Edition together. No, no, oh, no, okay. no, no. So they have to stay within their within their their, their flavor. Yeah, okay, yeah, they have to stay within <laughs> within their family. But you can get um, yeah, you you can like combined Spice Road with whatever spice road whatever whatever the other games are called in the spice road you should probably edition. just look it up so that you're not like <laughs> you, whatever the fuck yeah. those other things you, called i thought you would just stuck with the golem edition ones yeah oh, yes yeah, so, so you can yeah no you you can only you can combine golem edition with you know eastern mountains and uh, an endless world and whatever the spice road ones are you can combine those as well boom is it part of the like rules of because i i'm looking at the card for because the rules are on like one sheet here like mm. it doesn't tell me anything about how to combine them is that something you just have to figure out for yourself it's like a cow, I, cow level thing here where you gotta like look yeah, it up online I, and, I honestly don't know that's that's something i would have to i would have to look up but uh, i'm assuming you know worst case scenario you would pop onto like board game geek and and just kind of be like okay uh how do i how do I put all this shit together? <laughs> all right. As I'm sure that, you know, if nowhere else, BoardGameGeek.com, uh, still not sponsoring the show, but we're waiting. Uh, can, can uh, you know, the people on the forums or whatever come up with all kinds of wild stuff. So they, they would be a, it'd be a good resource. Fantastic. All right. Anything else about Century or Century Golem Spice Road? I have nothing to say about Golems nor Spices. Just that it must flow. That has not already been said. 
Just what, Justin? That it must flow. Where's Century Spice Road Arrakis Edition? That's what I'm wondering. What? I mean, they only have one spice. I don't think that would make any sense, would it? <laughs> no. <laughs> be a pretty easy game. <laughs> yeah, there's only one resource and everyone loses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Only one resource and every once in a while you're wiped out by a worm. Mm. Sounds like a bit of a different game. <laughs> Not great. Anyway, we're going to launch into some quick reviews here uh, for this quick, quick game. Uh, if I had this in my collection, I'd... I'd wait, wait. Uh, we're going to... I do. Wait, you do? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> look, man. Look, it's been a long fucking few days, okay? <laughs> will I keep this in my collection? I think I will. I think it's like it's got a place in everyone's collection just in terms of like being a very solid, uh, very quick, very easy to play sort of game uh, that, you know, you can sit around and have a have a nice conversation over. And it's, you know, it's still interesting enough to keep you going uh, while not like demanding your attention and no one's going to end up with like super hurt feelings. Uh, so in that respect, I think it's probably worthy of a place on my shelf. Uh, you know, it's the, the Golem edition is very nice and colorful. The gems look cool. It's got metal coins and nice cards and nice art and stuff. So it is very nice to look at. You know, I mentioned taking it somewhere. It doesn't, it's not super portable because you do have just like this tray filled with shit in it. Um, and the cards are huge and <laughs> metal coins. So it's probably not one that you're going to be like taking to the resort or whatever. But, you know, if you're going to a convention or something, it's probably one that you can truck along with you to sort of entice some people to play um i'd recommend you check it out i you know it may not be my thing all the time but i think it deserves a place and i think it's a i think it's good i think it's a good little game and you can also check it out on board game arena as century i don't even think they have spice road on it they just it's just called century i think it's just called century and then you pick your edition that's right from within yeah, you can play either one on there. So, also still not sponsored by BGA either. Um, you can go check it out on there if you want to give it a shot. So that's a good way to good way to do it. I think it's free. Justin, well, hey, I don't own this game, uh, and I don't think it's something that I would pick up. Um, I think it's quite it's quite a good game, um, but it's a little light on any sort of defining theme. And while it's it's nice, uh, easy to explain and play, it's also because of that a little quick and forgettable as well. Yeah, it's a great game to have a conversation around um, and be distracted, or you know, without having to really think too much about what you're doing because most of the time the choices are fairly simple um so it's not a game where you really have to risk falling into any analysis paralysis uh so i mean maybe it's a good game uh, if you have some friends that are prone for that and uh you don't want to spend a couple hours at the table um but i think tom was right in saying that uh it kind of overstays its welcome after a couple games you're ready to move on or do something else after that um but you know it does fill a spot on uh, a table um you know if you're thinking of something light uh, you can't really go wrong f- with it um but for me i'd rather play something like sagrada splendor you know azul um that would kind of fill that niche for me uh, that's what it is what about you adam um I, th- I like this game i think it's good i think that uh it's like yeah i mean i mean I'll, i this one is is very basic uh i do hope that a couple of the other ones um have a little more a little more something something to them um However, with that being said, I mean, I, I do think that this is just a a more polished, more streamlined, um, faster playing uh, Splendor. So if, you, if you're someone who likes Splendor and maybe is looking for something in the same vein, yet a little bit different, 
this is a this is a great this is a great one to pick up. Like this is this is definitely worth checking out. Uh, the fact it can potentially combine with other Century games um, just adds just adds to it. Like it's it's definitely it definitely has uh, some potential there. So and I mean they're they're not again it, it runs about the same price point as uh, as Splendor. So you know it's it's not one of the you know hundred dollar MSRP games that you're seeing more and more of nowadays. So it's it's definitely it's cost effective. It's fun. Definitely check it out. Pretty damn good, in my opinion. I think I'd give this like an eight. Like, is it a perfect game? No, absolutely not. But uh, it has a lot of potential. And I'm looking I, too, am looking forward to uh, trying some of the the century mashups. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right. All right, cool. Now I'm going to rub these two cards together. Ooh. Oh, wow. We're up to cards. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the ASMR show. <laughs> All right, Tom, bring us on home. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to help us out, you can always like and subscribe and give us a rating of five stars. That'd be great. You can share us around. That would be fantastic. Uh, if you want to send us any kind of constructive criticism, you can send us an email at collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at CGS Podcast. And you can find me on Twitter at Team Rage Tom. If you want to shoot me anything you want to want to know about. Um, Justin, you got anything? Well, hey, uh... If you want to get a hold of me, you can still find me on Twitter at Don't Trust Justin. I don't post much, but if you want to send me any board gaming related news or maybe just tell me about your favorite geological formation, I'd love to hear about it. How about you, Adam? <laughs> uh, I'm busy trying to think of like geological formations, and I, I at this point could not even really the stalagmite. That's, that's my that's my favorite one. Yeah. Classic. Very nice. Uh now if you want to catch me on social media, I'm at for the win, F-O-R-T-H-E-W-H-Y-N. Uh you can also catch Debbie and I on Facebook, FTW Barbecue and Bakery. Come check us out on there. We are uh making the bakery or making the bakery, making the barbecue and the bakery. Um that's Jesus. We're making the baconary. We're making the bakery. If you can figure out what that means, uh good. Good. You're doing better than I am. Sounds like a um, home reno show. It it does, doesn't it? it we do uh, we do ASMR too. It's yeah, we're all over the place. No, uh, you can you can check us out on Facebook, FTW a Barbecue and Bakery. Uh, we're in the Calgary area, making barbecue on long weekends. And uh, if you want to catch up with Debbie and send her uh, some some like I don't know some some good vibes words of encouragement. Yeah, there, there it is. If you want to send her some words of encouragement uh, as she goes through this course that she's in, uh, she's at Mrs. Wynn. That's M-R-S-W-H-Y-N. And, and once she's done this, she gets to become like a uh, galactic uh, space wizard, I think is what uh, space That's right. Space yeah, the ger- Supreme Overlord. or something. Yeah. We, we can celebrate right. with some uh, T.I. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Lord. Oh, yeah. There we go. That'll be her. That'll be her reward. Welcome her reward for finishing this course. You can play some Twilight Imperium with us. You're welcome. Perfect. I can't wait. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and we'll be back at you next week with something fun. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. Bye.